Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, it is actually Saturday the 14th, but these will load Monday the 16th because our experts care about you and we're recording early. So thank you very much, Greg. Yeah, good to be here. Appreciate you accommodating a Saturday. I've got a busy Monday getting my youngest off to college. So the last one to go and uh, man, it goes by quick. Oh, it does, it does. So will you be an empty nester Monday or have some of the older ones come back home? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, empty nester. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I got to tell you, as a dad, uh, two horrific, two, two rough days. The day we dropped our daughter off at college, right? And we had to leave. That was rough. But so shockingly, the roughest day was when I came home and I looked at her room and I realized she wasn't in there. That day hurt, but uh, yeah, well, they're always coming and going, but not living in the house. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that, that hit me pretty hard. I, I didn't expect it. Yeah, I got broken early. You know, I have a I have a middle daughter who's 25 and she's a professional equestrian. And ah. you know, she left uh, home in seventh grade to go be a full time working student for one of the top Olympic riders, one of the top female riders in the world. Wow. So, you know, we've kind of been dealing with this <laughs> for a while. OK, your old hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Hey, what I want to talk about here in this third episode is something I am hearing I'm hearing more often, but in today's world, you don't know if it's just the extremes getting louder or if there's more people that actually believe it. And it goes something like this. Michael, and I see it in my comments. Michael, you don't understand. The government wants to crush mom and pop landlords. You will own nothing and like it. And they want to sell everything to Wall Street. So I am hearing that. I will share my thoughts on it in a minute, but I wanted to ask you, A, are you hearing it? And B, when you hear it, what do you think? Okay, so that comes from the Great Reset World Economic Forum founder who wrote a book. And in that book, it, it talks about a world where you know you rent everything mm -hmm. and you will own nothing and you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And and you know, like I've said before, in some things with some types of products, you know, that might be a good thing. Like, you know, there are vehicle subscriptions now. So instead yep. of buying and owning a car, you can rent one. Yep. And you don't own it, you know, you just pay rent, you can switch them out and get different cars, however you want. And I think, yeah, hey, that's a kind of a neat model, yep. you know, for a depreciating asset, you know, type of deal. If you're not, if you're one of those people that gets a new car all the time, and you're always making payments, and that's just how you operate. That's a neat yeah. program, you know, because the maintenance, the insurance, all that's factored in, all you pay for is gas, right? Um, you know, and you get a new car as often as you want on some of those programs. So anyways, that aside, and then for some people, renting a house is a great way to go because you know you don't have to pay taxes, you don't have to pay all the maintenance and repairs and this and that. Now, granted, you're not going to build wealth, you're not going to have you know at the end of the day, you're not going to have a you know, property that you own. But anyways, that's where that philosophy comes from is the World Economic Forum. Now, what it, it's a thesis, it's a, it's a hypothesis, it's a hey, there's a theory out there that this could work mm. is what it is. Just in its modern monetary theory, you know, is all part of that economic theory behind the Great Reset. Mm -hmm. But then what happens is there's a big conspiracy theory movement that's grabbed a hold of this and said, hey, there's this handful of people at the World Economic yeah. Forum that want to take over everything and own everything and make all the rules. Well, for anybody listening. Number one, you you have to believe that people can come together and agree that somebody's going to lead that organization. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Countries can't get along and agree on anything. Mm -mm. You know, we, even within our own country, the states can't even agree. <laughs> exactly. So to think that you can get a bunch of leaders around the world that are all going to sit in a room and, ag and agree on taking over the world and making all the rules, it doesn't happen. It's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, it's the, the, a, just a conspiracy theory. And, um, you know, 
from the standpoint of ownership in the United States, you know, part of the American dream is ownership of property. That's what this country was founded Absolutely. on. You know, back when they gave land away to people that staked their claims, that's where it all started. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the government in this country spurs home ownership. It's, it spurs, you know, it, and, and promotes property ownership. The government in no way, shape or form wants to take over all the real estate in this country and, and hand it over to anybody and make people, you know, servants or, or you know, renters and that kind of stuff. Those days are gone. Now that is the old, you know, landlord days of Europe that yep. we all came here to get away from, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I hear things like this. I see them, um, you know, the whole idea that there's 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 or 1,000 kind of puppet masters out there just always drives me crazy. I, I don't see it. I don't believe in it. And then to come back to real estate, and I, I mean, just logically speaking, okay, the argument is the government wants to kill mom and pop landlords and give everything to Wall Street. I'm like, do you not understand that the U.S. government, you know, whoever the powers that be are, they, they, they hate Wall Street more than they hate mom and pop investors. Mom and pop investors pay taxes. Mom and pop uh, investors, do, you know, do the things that they want because they're incented to do. The idea that they're going to take from individual people and give to some big, powerful Wall Street people is like so, it's just so counterintuitive to me. I, I can't believe people say that with a straight face. Well, you know, it's because that, you know, Wall Street gives a lot of money to politicians and things like that, but that's just for financial regulation so that they can speculate and do what they're doing now and the Fed keeps printing money. That's, that's the extent that that goes to. When you think about who really, who really controls this world in the United States, the insurance companies. I mean, that's who writes our laws, basically. It's mm -hmm. all from the insurance. That's the most powerful industry in the United States is insurance. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where, you know, you're, uh, you know, all of your requirements come from for building codes, mm -hmm. the Department of Labor, you know, that's where, you know, all of your retirement um, account rulings come from and opportunity zones and all that. That's people don't realize that as Department of Labor because it's retirement, you know, and then you have your IRS rules, you, you know, that come into play there. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you look at property ownership and property rights in this country, now properties can be taken, you know, yep. but they have to compensate for you. And we, we have examples of takings and, mm -hmm. you know, there's history, you know, where the land, you know, was taken from Indians and things like that, but mm -hmm. that's a different set of circumstances in different time. Yep. In this day and age, you know, the government is not interested in taking over real estate and having to deal with all that. And they're certainly not interested in trying to put it in the hands of wall street. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just, I, I don't understand that logic. Uh, the other thing I think that's going to come out of this is we haven't talked about this pre-roll, but I think um, I guess what I call section section eight housing housing assistance. I don't know what it's called across the country. I suspect that program might frankly double in the next couple of years because I think we're actually creating I call it almost a donut society, at least with rentals, because I see supply going down. So I see, you know, this edge of the donut being housing assistance and, and helping the low income. So I think that gets bigger. I think the people just above that actually are going to get crushed in the rental pool. And then you're going to have high-end renters. Because what I'm seeing with landlords today is if they're frustrated because of the continuous eviction moratoriums and non-payments, they're going to sell, but they're going to sell to owner-occupants. Again, talking about mom and pop, they're not selling to Wall Street. Two, uh, all the landlords that I know are raising standards. They're raising standards and raising rents. Back to episode number one. Oh, my God. I did a video on Thursday with two other landlords and they've seen rent increases in single family homes, 
in a year. This is crazy times. Yeah, it's it's been going up quite a bit in some areas. And, you know, there are um, a lot of rent control legislation coming down. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting time for that industry, but it's state by state. Not every state has the same rules. There's federal housing you know, rules and laws, but when it comes down to rent controls, uh, moratoriums, I mean, that came down from the CDC and was upheld. It was challenged in some states and it was upheld. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting times. And, and a lot of it was brought on by this, but, you know, post pandemic, a lot of those things, you know, the cancel rent movement is going to, is going to continue on. Yeah. Well, the cancel rent movement is it's going to, it, I think it will be a lot like rent control, right? When you go back and look at San Francisco and New York, two, two cities who have had rent control for decades, it feels good in the moment. If you are one of the first families into a rent controlled unit, you have won the lottery. But when you fast forward a decade, 15 or 20 years, it hurts a lot more people than it helps. And I, I believe that this government intrusion into landlording is going to remove supply, uh, raise rents, and make it harder for people to get a yes answer on a rental application. Yeah, it's a tricky conversation and, and tricky business model. And I mean, there's a reason I've never been a landlord. You know, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't mind owning, you know, vacation rentals and stuff like that for a period. You know, and I don't mind owning some rentals, you know, for a period. But right. I'm a developer. I build and sell and... You know, I'm a landlord of cash. That's who I like to have as a tenant. Landlord of cash. Your your tenant is the the hundred dollar bill or there thereabouts. So I, I like. Hey that man, word. you don't have to evict it. You don't have to try <laughs> to collect. You don't have to. You know what I mean? You, it's you all good. Yeah. It. You know, it's it's a pretty good tenant. It's a pretty good tenant. <laughs> it just sits there and makes more of itself. There you go. There you go. I, I love that. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I just had to ask you about this topic because I see it a lot, and I was just curious if I was. If I was the only one, but I'm glad you're seeing it too. So uh, interesting time. So how can people follow you and be part of your world? Yeah, fear not, man. You know, property yeah. rights aren't going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not saying never. I'm just yeah. saying anytime soon. Soon, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, gregdickerson.com. All my stuff's there. YouTube channel, podcast. And uh, uh, yeah, come check it out. Very cool, man. Again, thank you for doing this on Saturday. I will post it at noon, two and four o'clock on Monday Pacific time. Thanks again and enjoy Monday. It's, it should be a fun day. Big day. Thank you, buddy.